This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance industry provides individualized protection on more than 490 million acres of farmland. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The agribusiness sector is keeping a close eye on global commodity supplies and their impact on the domestic market for farm inputs. Corteva and the Mosaic Company both hosted earnings calls today and pointed to the turbulence of the world agricultural marketplace as key factors in their divergent reports. Corteva beat their first quarter year-over-year by about 6%, but Mosaic's net income dropped about $765 million, a decrease of more than 63%. The company's president and CEO pointed to drops in fertilizer prices from last year's peak levels, a comment underscored by significant declines in both potash and phosphate categories for the company. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. A Senate Ag subcommittee got together on Capitol Hill today for a hearing on crop insurance and risk management. Agripulse's Lydia Johnson has more. A failure to raise the nation's debt ceiling could have major implications for ag credit. Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow spoke at one of the panel's subcommittee hearings today and questioned the witnesses on the current state of the rural economy, as well as potential implications if the debt ceiling were not raised. Philip Morgan serves as CEO of Southern Ag Credit. He says producers have already absorbed rising interest rates and are being impacted by credit availability. Any operator we have with an annual operating loan, whether that be cattle, whether that be row crop, right now is facing uh, interest rates that are more than two times where they were at the beginning of last year. Uh, We also have uh, a number of uh, uh, long-term real estate loans that will reprice this year as their, as their pricing, original pricing expires, uh, they will be facing uh, much higher uh, interest rate costs. Gus Barker is the president and CEO of First Community Bank in Newell, Iowa, and testified on behalf of the Independent Community Bankers of America. He says the organization is encouraging lawmakers to back a newly proposed bill to support ag finance in rural communities. What we're asking for is that the uh, interest on all rural ag loans uh, and real estate in uh, towns of 2,500 or less be tax exempt. And we've calculated that could mean the difference of one and a half to two and a half percent lower rates for our folks. And that is another tool that we would love to use for beginning farmers and our lower income families in our towns. Senators also posed questions on the implementation of specialty crop insurance programs in the Farm Bill, impacts of recent bank failures on rural communities, and avenues to support beginning and disadvantaged farmers. Noah Wicks has more in his story on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Lydia Johnson. Many agricultural groups are headed into the upcoming Farm Bill with an eye on export program supports. Agripulse's Hannah Pegel has the perspective of one such group. An industry group is pushing for increased market access program and the foreign market development program funding in the upcoming Farm Bill. Mallory Gaines is the Director of Market Access and Trade Policy for the American Feed Industry Association. She says MAP and FMD are critical to U.S. agriculture. Our ag exports are huge, and these programs give us more agriculture exports that then come back into the United States economy. So really, without them, we're at a huge loss. We don't have a way to get into markets and promote U.S. products. There's really no other programs that do that, and that's something that we need and that will bring up everybody. All ships rise. 
AFIA is hoping to gain more access in Kenya, which Gaines says could be facilitated through MAP and FMD. The MAP and FMD programs have not had a funding increase since 2002. But since these programs receive discretionary spending, it could be difficult to increase their budgets in the Farm Bill's expected budget environment. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pagel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 490 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.